Second Kings, the sixth chapter, reading from verse 8 to 17, and I'm reading the message translation. One time, when the king of Aram was at war with Israel, after consulting with his officers, he said, At such and such a place, I want an ambush set. The holy man sent a message to the king of Israel, Watch out when you're passing this place because Aram has sent an ambush there. So the king of Israel sent word concerning the place of which the holy man had warned him. This kind of thing happened all the time, and the king of Aram was furious over all this, and he called his officers together and said, Tell me, who is leaking information to the king of Israel? Who is the spy in our ranks? One of the men said, No, my master, dear king, it's not any one of us. It's Elisha, the prophet in Israel. He tells the king of Israel everything you say, even what you whisper in your bedroom. And the king said, go and find out where he is. I'll send someone and capture him. The report came back. He's in Dothan. Then he dispatched horses and chariots, an impressive fighting force. And they came by night and surrounded the city. Early in the morning, a servant of the holy man got up and went out. Surprise! Horses and chariots surrounding the city. The young man exclaimed, Oh, master, what shall we do? And he said, Don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. Then Elisha prayed, Oh God, open his eyes and let him see. The eyes of the young man were opened and he saw a wonder. The whole mountainside, full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding him. Bible before breakfast, Mildred keeps you going here. This is really one of my favorite encounters. One of my favorite special visits. Now, this had been going on for a while. The king of Aram would make a plan, and the Israelites knew exactly what it was. And the king thought that there was a spy in their midst. And so he was getting worked up. Who is the person telling our secrets? Who is that was raging? And then one of his officers said to him, My master, before you go off on all of us, let me tell you the truth. It's none of us. And then he told him, It's Elisha the prophet in Israel. He tells the king of Israel everything you say. So he had such a deep relationship with God that God would reveal secrets to him. And really, the Bible tells us that God is a revealer of secrets. I think the real challenge is that most of us are not expecting it. But Elisha was so used to it, so used to the fact that God would tell him things. Even the things that the king was whispering in his bedroom. And so the king of Israel was always one up on his enemies because Elisha would hear and would tell. And so the king said, go and get him. We're going to capture him. And so they found out where he was. He was in Dothan. And so they sent horses and chariots, an impressive fighting force is how the message translation puts it. And they came by night and they surrounded the city meaning they were ready to capture him. There was nothing going to stop them. And early in the morning, a servant of the holy man, I suspect that it was Gehazi, he went out, maybe to get some water, or I don't know, maybe to take a prayer walk, I don't know. But he got there, opened the door, and wow, surprise, horses and chariots surrounding the entire city. Not, not just Elisha's house, the entire city. So you can imagine, even the best translation says they were an impressive fighting force. So the king had sent so many horses and chariots. 
they came to capture one man like they were coming to capture a nation. And so, of course, the young man was scared. So he exclaimed, oh, my master, what shall we do? Cried out in terror. And just see how calm Elisha was in verse 16. He said, don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. Hmm. That should be your declaration. I really don't know what it is that you're going through or what you've been through. But let me tell you, no matter how many people come against you, you must always have this chill attitude that Elisha had. Don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. Daniel was faced with the lion's den. There were so many of them. But he knew that there were more on his side than on their side. The three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fire. But they knew that one with God is a majority. They knew that they were more on their side than on the enemy's side. And so it was the same attitude that Elisha had. Elijah said, don't worry about it. The truth is, worrying is not going to change it anyway. So he said, don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. But apparently, I think that the servant still didn't buy it. Because he was looking at an impressive army, an impressive fighting force. And his master says, oh, there are more on our side than on their side. But he wasn't seeing anything. And so Elisha prayed a prayer that we all must pray continuously. Elisha prayed, oh God, open his eyes and let him see listen, there's something about your spiritual eyes being open. Even Apostle Paul prayed that prayer in Ephesians 1. Your eyes need to be open. You need the spirit of revelation. You need light. You need to see the way God sees. He said, open his eyes and let him see. It's one thing for your eyes to be open. It's another thing for you to see. Elisha said, open his eyes, O God, and let him see. And the Bible tells us that the eyes of the young man were open and he saw the whole mountainside full of horses and chariots of fire. Now you see their horses and their chariots were ordinary. These ones surrounding Elisha were chariots of fire. They were special visits. They were divine encounters. God had sent angels, warring angels already. And that was the thing that gave Elisha confidence knowing that he could see the army he had backing him up. Let me tell you, you're never alone. Never alone. You must see yourself as precious cargo. God cares about you. God is taking care of you. God is fighting for you. God is protecting you. God is preserving you. And if he needs to send the entire host of heaven to do it, let me tell you, nothing is too much for him to do for you. So don't be afraid. Don't panic. There are three things that we must pray consistently. Elisha said, Oh God, open his eyes and let him see. So the first thing you must pray is, Oh God, open my eyes and let me see and recognize divine encounters that are happening all around me every day. Let me see that I am not just an ordinary person, but I am a spiritual being. And that the spirit realm is more real than this physical realm ever will be. Open my eyes and let me see. 
open my eyes, oh God, and let me see. Let me see the angels that are assigned to me. Let me see those that are fighting for me. Let me see your hand at work in my life. Help me to trace it. Help me to follow it. Help me to see. And second prayer is you must pray that your heart is able to expect and anticipate these divine encounters. That you expect them to happen for you. Expect that God will send you an angel to stop the mouth of the lion. Expect that Jesus himself will show up as the fourth man in the fire. Expect that an angel will come and teach you the things that you need to know to be able to carry the vision. Expect God to show up. Expect it. Expect to have divine encounters. Expect that when in your time of pain, when you have moved your eyes from desire and you're confused and don't know what the world or life holds for you next, expect the Lord himself to show up. That you will see him in all of his royalty. That your heart will be able to contain it. To see God for who he really is. In all of his glory, in all of his majesty. And to see how powerful he is. That he will make a believer out of you. And finally, pray that your mind will accept these visitations. Listen, a lot of times the things that will keep us from entering into what God wants for us is your mind. Your mind can't comprehend it. And because God is a spirit and we must deal with him in terms of the spirit, you will struggle with anything that is not spiritual. Your mind will tell you, are you crazy? Are you losing your mind right now? Are you really going to believe that an angel is going to show up? Yes. Pray that your mind will be able to accept it. That your mind will be able to accept that God is real and that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. This morning, I challenge you to pray for your eyes to be open so that you recognize divine encounters, that your heart will not only anticipate them, but will also expect them. And finally, pray that your mind will accept the supernatural because from today, they'll begin to happen for you. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingston.